Thank you for joining us on a Morally Podcast with Tony May. Morally Podcast is purpose-built for America. Through our military veterans and military supporters, we show that the values and qualities that built this country, such as service, sacrifice, respect, and faith, are not dead. A Morally Podcast builds community so individuals can improve their community. Welcome to this week's Ranger for Life, a Morally podcast, where we share stories of service and sacrifice from America's military community for America. This week, our guest is Jeff Wright, founder and president of Wright Wealth LLC, and also president, newly named president of the U.S. Army Ranger Association. We look forward to listening to Jeff and how, during his term, he'll continue to build, connect, and serve the Rangers of past, present, and future. As many of you know, Three Nails Clothing is now the official clothing line of Ranger for Life. Well, what does that mean? That means when you use the code RANGER at during checkout at threenailsclothing.com, we receive funding here for the Ranger Outreach Center in Columbus, Georgia. And a portion of all Three Nails Clothing sales goes to fight human trafficking, and sex trafficking. So go to threenailsclothing.com to see their premium line of Christian activewear. And we are getting closer to the All-Star Leadership Luncheon here in Columbus, Georgia at St. Luke's Ministry Center on Friday, September 30th at 12 p.m. We couldn't be more happy than to have Atlanta Braves Hall of Famer Dale Murphy as our keynote speaker. So go to give.gallantview.org backslash all-star to reserve your seat or table today. And now, Jeff Wright, the U.S. Army Ranger Association president. We are happy to have you here, Jeff. You were just down in Columbus, Georgia for an annual two-biannual um, event yep. called the Ranger Muster where you brought in alumni from across the nation to visit and, and experience uh, and, and build community um, with, with the active duty Rangers and, and alumni alike. What was your favorite part of the weekend or the week? Yeah, I think, uh, for, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Glad to be here and honored that you asked me uh, to join you here. So I think my favorite part of the weekend was just seeing seeing everybody again um rangers you know of all eras basically i mean we look up to some of the older era rangers with such reverence and, and respect and and at the same time we see maybe someone we served with and and you know at rendezvous a couple of years ago and basically every time i i go back to a unit i bump into somebody that i actually that i served side you know side by side shoulder to shoulder with um so it's just always great seeing those i also love interacting with the units and so this past week we we had the ranger training and airborne brigade uh briefing breakfast where the commander and command sergeant major kind of gave an update. Um, and, and I think that's just a tremendous um, benefit to the community. I mean, the active duty units don't have to do that. They, they don't owe the veterans any, any sort of update or status check. You know, we trust they know what they're doing, but they do it anyway to foster the relationships of, of the community at large. So I think those are my favorite parts. So United States Army Ranger Association, uh, an association for all Ranger qualified. 
and rangers that had served in any lineage that traces back to the 75th Ranger Regiment. What was it about this organization that made you want to give of your most precious resource, we would say, uh, many people would have it in their top three, which is time. Time, yeah. Yeah. Um, w when I first got involved with the association and joined and kind of did some projects to volunteer and then eventually joined the board, what I really loved about it is feeling like I was a ranger again. You know, when I when I left 1st Ranger Battalion in active duty in 2009, there wasn't a Gallant Few and there wasn't a Three Rangers Foundation. Um, so I, I basically was a tan beret wearing barrel chested ranger one day and then sort of a nobody the next. And I think that's a lot of people's experience. So it took, you know, eight, nine, 10 years almost to, to get reconnected again. So just being around everybody I knew was good for my soul. And I'm really passionate about community and relationships anyway. Um, and that kind of bridged both of those together. And, and you'd mentioned leaving the, the first Imperial Ranger Battalion That's there right. in, in beautiful Savannah, Georgia in, in 2009, kind of before this idea of, of helping folks um, uh, have, a, have a better experience while on active duty, transitioning out, and then kind of building community kind of happened. Take us through then, you know, your, deci your decision to leave the military and, and kind of the, the jobs that led you to where you are now to kind of wanting to be in charge. Right. After you after you you've made it in the finance world with uh, right wealth. Yeah. So uh, funny story about my my time in service. So I was a pretty um, I was a pretty highly ranked cadet out of the University of Texas ROTC program. Um, and my branch choices were first infantry and second field artillery. The reason for that is because I wanted to serve in the Ranger Regiment. I had a mentor that was an ROTC instructor at UT who had served in 2nd Battalion, 3rd Battalion, um, and, and RHQ as a, as a pre-ranger instructor at the regiment. And so that's the type of professionalism that kind of molded me. And so I wanted to serve in the Ranger Regiment. And at the time, the only company grade officers uh, that could do that were, were um, infantry and field artillery. So highly rated guy, they branched me artillery. I wanted infantry because that's what they gave me. Um, I, I, my first duty assignment after uh, Ranger School was the 82nd Airborne Division. We deployed. Um, it was during the surge and it was extended. So I thought I'd missed my rope window. They actually gave me a, an infantry platoon. So I was full on in the process of branch transferring to, to infantry. Um, when the, when the regiment called and said, Hey, you got rope next week, you got a rope slot. So, so come on down and you don't tell the regiment, no, you, you go down there. And, um, I did that and served as a company fire support officer. So that's the backdrop to, well, why did I leave? Well, because I, I wanted to serve in the Ranger regiment, which I got to do. Um, I'd always been interested in, in business and specifically investing, um, personally anyway. And I really didn't want to go to an artillery unit because I'd never been in one. If I could have stayed in the regiment forever, maybe, maybe I would have. Um, nothing against artillery batteries, but, but uh, that's not, not where your passion aligns. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so I left active duty, um, went to business school up in DC, University of Maryland, worked um, in contracting and as a DOD civilian in the Pentagon for a few years while I finished my studies. Um, when I graduated with my MBA, uh, I took a job down here in Atlanta um, at Merrill Lynch, so kind of big corporate environment. 
Um, great place to learn the industry, kind of a big bureaucracy, that good resume check, that kind of thing. Um, and at the end of the day, I, I didn't own any of what I did. And I get that entrepreneurial drive of, of it's really leadership, right? It's seeing how you want to accomplish something and having the freedom to be able to do so. Um, so four years ago, I went independent with another firm, started building a practice, um, which led me to launch my own registered firm uh, just a couple months ago in, in Right Wealth. So that's kind of the journey. All right. And, and so now we're, we're in uh, suburban Atlanta. You're, you're, you're making your way, starting a new business. You're, you're, you're taking over leadership of, of a great organization with great volunteers like United States Army Ranger Association. But what is it about this association and, the, and, and why the idea of community right, it, it is so important to you? Yeah, over, over my journey, uh, the, the importance of community has just been kind of a foundation of, of my path, my story, and, and who I am ultimately. Um, I'm, I'm pretty involved in my church. I'm an elder at my church and sort of lead our men's ministry. So I'm a huge proponent of fellowship and discipleship and being in, in deep study and deep community with other people. And ultimately, it's because uh, I don't think life was meant to be lived alone, whether you're a Christian facing a secular world or you're a former ranger feeling isolated. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Um, as a personal aside, I have a daughter with special needs and she was born with a brain injury and she has cerebral palsy. And that, as you can imagine, has been an ex ex you know, extremely difficult challenge throughout the years, her childhood. Um, but there have been times that, that our church specifically in our community and, and in some cases, family and extended family have rallied around us to provide the level of support that we need of all kinds. Um, in some cases, financial support and usually emotional support and helping out and things like that. So, hey, we're going to the hospital for whatever reason. Boom, they're there. The pastor's on the phone saying, what, what can we do? And so I've realized and then getting involved with the association that you have, you're afforded that same ability to give support and to benefit from it if you're there to give it at the same time. Um, and it really pr pervades all, all areas of life, I think. So that's why I'm so passionate about it, because it can help anybody in any walk of life. If you're just around someone that thinks like you, that supports you, that's not going to judge you, it's going to prop you up, lift you up, help you, hold you accountable in cases, um, but they're there for you more than anything else. It's like a force multiplier in, in someone's life. But USAR is a big national organization, and we, and we come from different backgrounds, different time periods. You'd mentioned you wanted there to be a place where a ranger can still be a ranger. Yeah. So how do you do that? Because that's a challenge. Yeah, great question. Um, and that's my sort of my mantra, my rallying cry for, you know, for my leadership approach is that I want this association to be the place where a ranger can be a ranger and can stay a ranger. And the way you do that is by doing ranger things with ranger buddies, right? So uh, to some extent, I want to provide the platform and the resources and the opportunities for, for people to be able to do that. Um, but there's a little bit of an impetus, too, at the local level of saying, hey, I'm going to grab a ranger buddy and we're going to go do something. You know, a lot of times it starts with like a monthly breakfast or a coffee meeting or something like that. But it could be anything. It could, hey, we're going to go shooting. And then you put out in your local message board or whatever. Hey, we're going to go to the range. That's what rangers do. We 
compare our guns and show them off and, and we shoot them. It could be, hey, we're going to go for a ruck march. Hey, we're going to go for a run. Hey, we're going to go see a movie. Whatever it is, um, when you're around like-minded people, it becomes that. Um, and then the other thing with with the Range for Life program and the Failings program and, and some of the things that you are doing and the Three Rangers Foundation and Gallant Fee are doing is providing the opportunity for someone to proactively mentor somebody and get involved. And that that's everything from, hey, so-and-so is transitioning. I'll help them, you know, learn about an industry or talk to them about the area and connect them. But it could also be going down to rendezvous and going to a meetup. And man, there's nothing cooler if you're a once upon a time ranger to be walking around the regiment and feeling like you're a ranger again. And so here's the best example of that for me. Um, in the in the 2019 rendezvous, I connected with the DCO at the time, Colonel Pete Scholl. And this was right when they were thinking about the whole phalanx financial education thing, which is sort of what I started volunteering for to give kind of pro uh, pro bono financial advice or classes. And he was like, yeah, so, you know, we hung out at rendezvous, went to to the demonstrations and all that kind of stuff. And he he took us out to the RPAT uh, course back there, which I had done in my day and that sort of thing. I was like, man, this is awesome. He's like, you want to come and do it? I was like, yeah, I want to come and do it. So, uh, you know, a month or so later, I drove back down there with, with gear and he gave me some kit and we did the RPAT and everything. And so my point is this, my point is the opportunity to do that or an obstacle course or go to the range like they do at rendezvous and have shooting days. That's the stuff that makes you feel like who you are. And I think that short of going, you know, to a unit and doing that, you can still do those things with other people that were there also. So I think that's just a great testament to culture too, and mm. that you just took it upon yourself to go. And I think what Yasara is trying to do, what I hear is how can we connect with folks so that becomes the expectation of participation versus, well, if you show up, it'll be great. You know, that that's really the challenge. And don't you all have the ability, like if you want members, they have like a portal, right? Yeah. There's a portal where you can actually see people in your area if you did want to connect. Yeah, there's a membership database. And, you know, if you're thinking about a membership-based organization, any, the first question you have to answer is, why should anybody join? And so I would say, again, the reason why someone should join the association is because this is where a ranger can still be a ranger or be a ranger again. Um, and you you get access to the other members and you're able to go into the membership directory. Um, you know, I don't care about dues. That This is not a for-profit. Um, you know, we, we run it as a smart business, of course, but the point is connection. And so that's one of the features, like you said, is there's a membership directory. So you could go on there and say, you know, I miss being around Rangers. I wonder who's nearby, you know, Hey, so-and-so email call, find them on LinkedIn, whatever it is. Cause let's face it. I mean, if a Ranger reaches out to any other Rangers that, you know, to, to hang out or grab coffee or something, is that Ranger ever going to say no? Of course not. What I tell people transitioning um, out of the military and specifically out of the Ranger community is, yeah, you know, you could go to business school and work on a network and their local networks, but guess what your guess what your strongest network is? Because you could talk to any ranger across the country or world through LinkedIn or whatever and say, hey, I just want to pick your brain. And they will not say no. 
they won't because that's what we want to do. We want to help each other. I think a lot of times Rangers don't even know how to get involved in, in help, which is why Gallant Few and Three Rangers Foundation and, and all the Ranger for Life program is so valuable because it starts to provide that avenue. Um, in sort of a, a transitionary way or focusing on transition. Um, and I want to take that baton and still, you know, continue that in, in the association where, Hey, come on down to rendezvous, volunteer, sit at the table or go talk to some guys or grab a young guy, grab a, grab an old guy or go on the membership directory and start a breakfast or, or start a local run once a once a month or whatever it is uh, you know whatever you're passionate about you can you can find it um leadership is doing you know there's there's all the things about uh vision and defining reality providing hope shepherding the plan and accountability but ultimately le- leading is doing um and and we as rangers we got to do it lead the way that's why that's why sua sponte is what it is right find the way and go get after it well, I love it, Jeff. And the association in terms of being connected, you, you still have your bylaws, right? You still have some, you still have some programs that, that, that are there to be involved and active with the community. And I, I think when the listeners, if they weren't aware, hear the two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it very mo- you know, you, you keep people connected, but when you look at the two, the, these two are very much forward focused and, and, and welfare oriented. So if you want to discuss those. Yeah, yeah, great point. So, yeah, we, we, I mean, we are a, a professional organization and um, we're organized and, and pursue it in, to manage it in such a way and lead it in such a way. Um, and, and we're here to do good as well, right? So as a charitable organization, um, a couple of the programs that we have are our scholarship fund where we raise money and award scholarships to dependents of, of rangers. Um, and then the assistance fund where if someone falls under hard times, lose their job, have, you know, has trouble paying a couple bills or whatever the case may be, there's an avenue to say, Hey, you know, so-and-so needs help. Usually in the assistance fund, it's by way of, Hey, I know a guy that's struggling, you know, Rangers don't like to raise their hands and, and ask for help. Um, but here's the thing though, what's, that's, what's so important about community. How can you identify your buddy that needs help, whether it's financial assistance or any other kind of assistance, if they're isolated? And and how can they get out of isolation if they don't take a step and if we as rangers aren't out there seeking to destroy isolation itself, right? We need to be out there looking for it. So, No, it's great. And local solutions have always worked best. It could be a national idea. But it has to be executed by people. You know, we'll talk about Ranger Regiment and, and, and what we what we provide um, to the Army. And, and people say, oh, we created these FRGs, oh, past condition standards, uh, the creed. All those things are made up and the ideas were formed by people. That's people right. first, people, people centric. Yeah. So, Jeff, tell me then what's next? All right, what, what's next for you? Just finish up this muster, probably trying to get a little relaxation. Probably want household six for you to tone it down for a couple of hours yeah. over the next, next few weeks. Well, what's next uh, on the horizon for the Ranger Association? Yeah, so the, the big thing is there'll be a push to, to continue to localize. I mean, we've been moving in that direction. Um, a couple of my big initiatives are to build those lo- local contingencies. We call them Ranger bases. 
Um, so there's a way for, for local groups of guys to sort of like formalize, uh, sort of formalize, you know, their group, um, which really just gives them exposure, resources, and, and that sort of thing, makes it kind of easier for them. Um, and then the other thing it, that I'm really focusing on is um, to kin- continue to bring the Ranger community together. And this is just a, a piggyback that, that I'm doing, uh, you know, following you and Sergeant Major Hall and the failings program, Ranger for Life, and what, you know, Carl started and what Travis, my predecessor, has done. Um, and that's just a line. So we all have different missions. You know, 75th Ranger Regiment Association is like a sister organization, or I should say brother, right? They're brothers. They're not competitors. You know, so we can do a lot together. And it, throughout history, there's been a little bit of kind of that alpha male butting of heads. Um, but I think what everyone is starting to do is move move together in in more unison. And and I want to continue that because that's going to be the way uh, that people get connected. I mean, anything that has to do with connecting and in, in relationships is you can't force someone into it. So all you got to do, the only thing you can do is provide a million on-ramps to make it as easy as possible. That That's how I feel about discipleship too, right? So you go to church, there are a million steps of spiritual development and growth. You have to just be able to provide an on-ramp at any of those points because it may be my first day at church or it may be, or I, you know, I may be a deacon for 20 years and have gone through seminary. Well, any, any of those communicates should provide the avenue for someone to take one step closer to God. And, and there's no difference. So all the ranger organiz, organizations, the localization, all that stuff is really about, hey, what is one thing that we can just open a door for that someone's just got to step through, make it as easy as possible? How are we better as a community if one, one, one organization is the best or we all get better every day? That's right. That's yeah. what we do. Yep. Well, I love it, Jeff. Thank you for taking some time here right after your annual Ranger Muster in Columbus, Georgia. Great to see you last week and very excited for the leadership that you will continue. Um, USAR has been blessed with just some really great people. And to, to take the mantle from uh, Travis uh, West, uh, that, that's something. That's definitely something. Um, yeah. And just thank you for being with us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us with for Morally Podcast with Tony Main. It was great to have Jeff Wright from Wright Wealth LLC, the founder and president, as well as U.S. Army Ranger Association president, laying out his vision for the coming year, all built on connection and community. We look forward to having you back next week for the next Morally Podcast. Until then, like Dad said, leave it better than you found it. We hope you enjoyed a Morley podcast with Tony May, and we appreciate your viewership. If you'd like to hear more from Tony or one of his guests, you can view or listen to past episodes at TonyMain.Podbean.com. Until next time, be a community builder for America.